it's about to get more odd because I yeah. think that that was a good segue into now we're gonna we're gonna pivot about five or six thousand miles away to the west mm-hmm. and open up on something that maybe astute listeners, even though we've only mentioned him by name once, uh, might have picked up on some similarities. And that, of course, is the grisly legend of the Zodiac Killer in the San Francisco Bay Area in 19, from, you know, basically the late 60s and early 70s. And I was completely unaware with all the, I've sort of tracked the Zodiac stuff over the years. We've never done a full episode. There's like so much information uh, mm-hmm. and stuff out there and people trying to like decode his letters and different suspects. There's been movies and it always feels a little bit like I've never been super satisfied by like a theory of like, Oh, this person was totally the Zodiac. But then we, when we were researching monsters in Florence, like pretty quickly you come across a certain individual and I was kind of blown away by like the boldness of this prediction and particularly the fact that it hasn't been, I don't feel like it gets a lot of attention, but yeah. this theory that the monster of Florence, at least one of them, and the Zodiac Killer were the same person. Yeah. Which at first sounds kind of really far out and wacky, but then you discover this individual named Joe Bevilacqua, and you start yeah. to read about his background, and then particularly his interactions with an Italian journalist uh, from a couple years ago, uh, which sparked, I guess, a lot of speculation and digging in the sort of like online Zodiac hunter community. Yeah. And some very weird, interesting things popped up in the, in the source of that. So hmm, where, where do we even start with Joseph Bevilacqua? By the way, I mean, he has an official connection to some extent with the monsters of Florence case. He, he's an Italian American yeah. and uh, he, he did pop up in this whole saga previously mm-hmm. uh, when he testified at the trial of Pacciani um, of Pacciani in yes. the 1990s. And uh, Pacciani have... weirdly called him like a Judas during the trial. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. I read he, uh, some I'll have of to their... read this from like the, uh, like Google Translate rather than. Well, I have a I I okay. Well, I have a, a transcript yeah. that's like. Oh well. Oh yeah, there's transcript. a transcript of his interview, but. Uh, well, no, the, the 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 testimony on trial. Yeah. Uh, but um, maybe not the one where he calls him Judas. Maybe. Yeah. Not. So yeah, boy, what happens? Uh, he said he saw a French girl. You know, in 1985, Bevilacqua lived uh, 300 to 400 meters as the crow flies from the place where the French were killed. Uh, and French tourists. In the days preceding the crime, he had saw, seen them. The girl was sunbathing. She had a black bikini. She was very pretty. I'm just as human as you are, Joe explained. I wanted to stop and explain that it was a dangerous area, so much so that along the road there were signs that said Monster Zone. But I didn't do it, and I made a mistake. Then he recounts the encounter with the strange character in forest uniform and remembers that he talked about it with the Carabinieri immediately after the crime. But he was called to testify only six years later. The man was about the same height as me, and I'm five feet seven inches, he recalls. Well, dear Pacciani, the president, Enrico Ogbiani, intervenes. I guess not the president, but, you know, the presider. Uh, Why don't you come here? You don't have to, eh? The accused gets up, and the cabinary escort him to the hemicycle. Judas, he hisses at the witness. But I'm an honest man, Bevilacqua retorts. So, 
Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, there, there you go right there. He was, he was, the, the last murder, right? It, it took place very close to the Amer- U.S. military, the Florence American Cemetery. Is that right? Yeah, where he had been like the, he's like the custodian of the Florence American Cemetery. Yes. Um, and yeah. Joe Bevelock, and you know, he, so he testified basically uh, in information that, that uh, basically, yeah, like uh, aimed at the man on trial, Pacciani. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that that implicated him, and I forget if there was like a forensic thing that was like a little bit off, where he contradicted himself or he contradicted the facts or something like that in his testimony, but it wasn't necessarily called out at the time because um, they were trying to get him, you know, trying to get this dude convicted. But mm-hmm. uh, but that that's kind of the one connection with the Monsters of Florence thing. But the thing with Bevilacqua is he was a decades long army uh well army soldier i don't think he was an officer um but he was a former cid agent criminal investigative division and then eventually i believe in uh, was it 1974 uh he retired from the army and became uh like one of the the workers at the florence uh the american like florence military cemetery in italy and I think he still lives outside of Florence today. Like he's basically moved there and uh, worked at that cemetery for many years. And so people started looking into it because, okay, maybe we'll jump to uh, this kind of investigation by Francesco Amicone, Amicone, uh, who's a writer and journalist and they published this in 2018 in the Italian magazines uh, Tempi and in the newspaper Il Giornale. And uh, there's a kind of interview thing here on Reddit on r slash Zodiac Killer. So he'll kind of explain uh, kind of what what he discovered. Uh, so whoever's talking to him says, uh, what have you discovered? He says, Zodiac and the monster are two nicknames of the same person. They ask the smartest criminal of the history discovered by an anonymous journalist. I think (laughs) Google translated history. Uh, Yeah. yeah. The direct concession between celebrity and intelligence or the direct connection between celebrity and intelligence is as yet unknown. By the way, the Zodiac killer and the monster of Florence cases are the most well-documented criminal cases of the history of crime. Thanks to bloggers, forums, and people who write on them and their crimes. It's possible for all to obtain the information needed to start a good investigation. In this case, luckily, the murderer chose to also be a witness. They ask, how did you start to think of a link between Zodiac and the monster? He says, if you go to Florence and ask people about the monster, many of the older citizens don't answer you. What happened on the Lover's Lane around the city 30 years ago casted a shadow that arrives to the present days. People of Florence don't like to talk about what happened in the 80s. It's not so easy, as I say, but I did. But what I did, it was a research of a dark heart, which belongs to a human, <laughs> old and free mass murderer. <laughs> Thank you, Google Translate. Yeah, okay. I know, right? The link dark heart z- that belongs to a human. All right. Right. The link between Zodiac, dark hearts in quotes, by the way. Uh, the link between Zodiac and the monster was born just by switching mentally from a suggestion through hypothesis. The more striking thing is that they were both very attracted by celebrity. Not only, for example, they like to terrify the population of the countries where they killed the sort of propaganda of themselves. One did it with words, the other one with actions. Besides, they are quite similar in a lot of ways. 
During the investigations in the early 90s, FBI hypothesized the monster might have stopped to kill temporarily in some years for a job or a change in his life. It's possible that Zodiac disappeared for similar reasons. An American killer could explain all the anomalies of the monster case. He could have left the United States in the summer of 74. With a couple flights, he could arrive from San Francisco to Rome in two days at, that t- at the time. Gradually, this hypothesis became less fantastic and more realistic. It explains, for example, why the disappearance of the killer in the USA before the summer of 74 was followed few months after by the monster's first official apparition in Borgo San Lorenzo in 14th September 1974. When I saw the monster's letter uh, to the prosecutor Silva della Monica, the Italian serial killer, had divided a word with a line and misspelled it exactly in the same way he did it uh, I guess he did it, the the Zodiac did it. I started to think they really could be the same person. Then I found the name of Joe Bevilacqua. Well, who is Joe Bevilacqua? Giuseppe Bevilacqua, called Joe or Joseph, is the former superintendent of the American Military Cemetery of Florence. He was born in Totowa, New Jersey, USA, on December 20th, 1935. More on that birthday later. Bevilacqua is a former U.S. military with a 20-year career in the U.S. Army. In the late 60s and early 70s, Bevilacqua was an agent of the Criminal Investigation Division of the Military Police, for which he worked several years inside and outside the U.S. Bevilacqua knew very well Tuscany and California, and he is also a Vietnam veteran. At the time of the murders of Zodiac, official and unofficial, Bevilacqua was in the same places as the killer. In 1974, Bevilacqua retired from the Army and joined the American Monuments Battle Commission. On 1st July, he was reported for duty in the American Military Cemetery of Florence. Here he began the training for cemetery superintendents. Bevilacqua lived in the American Cemetery of Florence between 1974 and 1989, in the same years of the monster murders. Later, he became the director of AMBC South Europe and moved to Rome. Bevilacqua actually lives in a town near Florence. And they ask, why did Bevilacqua become so interesting for you? According to FBI, the killer might have tried to contact detectives in some way. And, for example, becoming a witness would be very intriguing for a man who wanted to be always in the limelight. It would be the highest joke of a criminal to the police. Zodiac, a prosecution witness at his own trial. He made fool of all. It would be the highest (laughs) point of his vanity. Bevilacqua tried in all the ways to testify in the monster trial, even if he was protected by a diplomatic immunity. Commonly, strangers don't want to get involved with Italian justice. After reading the prosecutor's career, I see why. Yeah. So why did he want to become a witness? To be useful? Maybe. Or maybe not. Anyway, Bevilacqua was able... Yeah. Anyway, Bevilacqua was able to participate to the monster trial. The superintendent of the American Cemetery of Florence testified on June 6, 1994, against the suspect, Pietro Pacciani. Listening to his testimony, I was able to discover he lived close to the last official crime of the serial killer, 300 meters away, in the American cemetery in Falciani, a place not far from Florence in the countryside. It was Bevilacqua himself who said he would be the, he should be the first person to be heard by the Carabinieri after the crime in Via degli Scopetti on 6 to 8 uh, September 1985. He was right, not only because he was probably the only resident who lived within a thousand feet of the crime scene. Bevilacqua was at home in the night of the crime, and he had seen the victims two times in the last days, not in passing. The girl wore a black bikini, he remembered at the trial. Moreover, Bevilacqua was wrong about the day when he heard on the radio the report of the crime. Quote, I heard the news on the radio on Monday morning, the day after the crime. My dogs had barked all night, he said at the trial. 
but it was, quote, impossible because the news of the crime was not yet public on the morning of 9th September. Finally, Bevilacqua arrived in Florence in the summer of 1974, like Zodiac Zodiac had should be if he was also the monster. So when I discovered that the 408 cipher of Zodiac and on my name, letter two could contain Bevilacqua's name and his identity, Joe and Giuseppe, and that he was born on 20 December, possible birthday of Zodiac, I began to think, okay, I shall meet him. So he, he, he met Joe Bovalock. Well, when did you meet him for the first time? He said, I met him for the first time in May 2017 when I was already working full time on the monster case for four months. I must say that he had already understood why I'd called him. Later, I thought he liked to play a sort of game with me. During the summer, I investigated Bevilacqua. In the while, I also became his biographer until he, is, he admitted his responsibilities. They asked, did Bevilacqua admit to being Zodiac and the monster of Florence both? Bevilacqua admitted his responsibility indirectly, but clearly during a phone conversation on September 11th, 2017, special day, uh, I had called him and said immediately, it was found your name on the letters of Zodiac. I showed him that one of the cipher was cracked, just following his suggestions he had given me a few weeks before. Bevilac was scared, told me that his colleagues at CID, whose names he mentioned, quote, knew that there is his identity in the correspondence of the Zodiac killer. What, Joe? You must hand yourself over to the police, I told him. Do you know how many years ago it happened? Why did you not give yourself over? He replied, for the others, not to get them in trouble. And he asked the family, and Bevilacqua says yes. He was shocked. Then I pleased, I pleased him to go to the police again. He said, what have I to take to the police? The gun, he asked me. He was sad, hopeless, and wanted to follow my indications. Later, he talked with a lawyer and changed idea. They ask, why don't you publish the registration of Bevilacqua's admissions? Uh, I guess the record or recording. Personally, I didn't record the conversation. A record of the interception of the call is not in my possession. Is Bevilacqua under investigation in Italy? In March 2018, I made a complaint about Bevilacqua. In Italy, there is the obligation to investigate in case of a formal charge. Did the detectives in charge of the monster case believe you? I was summoned twice by the Florence Public Prosecutor's Office in 2018. On 16 April, I met the detectives who led the investigations. On 19 June, I was questioned by the the Ross of Florence in Perugia. I don't know what Ross is. I met Elsa's detectives of one other prosecutor's office on 6 September, but they asked me to not talk about the meeting. They just do their job. Did you notify American police about Bevilacqua? Yes, I did. Even if for Zodiac, it would apply the death penalty, and consequentially, Italian authorities would deny his extradition if Americans ask it. I personally informed the American authorities in charge of the Zodiac case months before my inquiry was published. The Vallejo police was informed also by person, not me. And he asked, who is Ulysses Nero, the American? Ulysses, this is interesting. Ulysses is a nickname of the real monster of Florence, according to Mario Vanni. Vanni was a postman, the alleged helper of the farmer Pietro Pacciani in the monster's murders. He was condemned in 1998, but nowadays few persons think that Vanni and Pacciani were the monster. By the way, they maybe knew something on him. On June 30th, 2003, Vanni was speaking in prison with a friend. The conversation was intercepted. Vanni confessed to his friend that the real serial killer was not Pacciani, but an American who called himself Ulysses. Vanni called Ulysses also Nero, or Italian for black. He said Pacciani had met Ulysses in the wood. 
In this occasion, Ulysses told Pacciani he was the mass murderer. This is the first and last time that Vani said something about the monster's identity. When detectives asked him to talk about Ulysses, Vani refused to. He was scared, maybe, like Pacciani. Someone says uh, Ulysses was a fashion designer gay named Mario Robert Parker, who died of AIDS in the summer of 1996. He says, why had Pacciani to be scared of a dead man? Someone should be Gabriella Gidibelli, dubbed by the Italian uh, detective Gamma, like the third letter of the Greek alphabet. Gamma was considered completely unreliable by all specialists of the case, including the former attorney general of Florence. Gamma didn't indicate Parker, as someone else has written, but one other man not identified. The police questioned Gamma and later just gave the name Ulysses to the only African-American man who appeared in the list of suspects. That happened because it was not clear the meaning of the word Nero used by Vani. It might mean a black-skinned man, for example, but Parker's mother denied his son was called Ulysses and Vani didn't confirm. If the detectives opened their Greek vocabulary on the word Nero, they would find this word in Greek means water. And they asked, does Nero mean water? The pronunciation of the Italian word Nero is the same as the word that in Greek means water. That is one part of the Bevilacqua's last name. Bevi l'acqua means drink the water. Uh, so mm. they ask, Vani at some point in the conversation said Ulysses or was... like water drinker, yeah. Yeah, drink, oh. yeah, water drinker, yeah. Uh, so Vani at some point said that Ulysses was, quote, a, a Negro. At the beginning of the conversation, Vani talked about Nero, not like it was the skin color of Ulysses, but a name. Only later, after the insistence of his friend, Vani changed the Italian word that means black in negro, mostly a sign that he didn't know what this term referred to. But black may be a lot of things. For example, there is not only the word water in Greek that could explain why the monster might adopt the nickname Nero. There is also the famous Italian actor called Nero, uh, Franco, who is famous for his Western movies like Django. Mm -hmm. It's known that Zodiac was a reader of comics with Western stars like Tim Holt as the main character. And Nero played also in the 1966 movie Bible in the beginning, uh, the same sentence quoted in the stamp used by Zodiac in 1970. Finally, uh, there may also be the translation of black, a possible nickname that someone with the unpronounceable Italian surname Bevilacqua might have used when he was in the USA. And they ask, why would Ulysses Nero the American be Bevilacqua? He says, when in a meeting at Bevilacqua's home, I read out loud this conversation. Bevilacqua said with rage, quote, I think that someone will kill Vani. <laughs> And then the former CID agent's home was located 300 meters below the crime scene of the last monster's double murder. It was on American territory, on the edge of the wood of Scopetti, a place where, Bevilacqua himself stated, he had met Pacciani more than one time, uh, I guess cited in La Repubblica, June 7, 1994. They asked, is, any correlation, is there any correlation between Ulysses and Zodiac? He says, in the My Name Is cipher of April 20th, 1970, Hitler's birthday, by the way, Zodiac put two letters, K and M. In the Bevilacqua solution comes out the name of an actor who played Ulysses in an Italian TV show in 1968, Bechim Femio. Ulysses is also the literary descendant of Phlebas, a character in the wasteland of T.S. Eliot, whose verses were quoted by Zodiac and by an anon anonymous monster of Florence both. Movies and readings cheat out him. <laughs> Some criminologists, uh, they ask, say that Zodiac can't be the monster. 
He says, I'm a journalist, not a psychologist. Facts don't say the monster can't be Zodiac, but the opposite. Facts are killing method, shot method, typology of victims, murder zones, etc. All of those things said the monster and Zodiac are quite similar, also in theory. Facts don't say Zodiac sent letters and monster not. Facts only say they send letters both, doing the same mistakes. Facts don't even say the monster killed only couples in the Florence province with a 22 lr gun. Those are investigative simplifications at best. The only difference between the two interpretations of the same killer seems to be mutilations of the female victim bodies. But Zodiac announced he'd do it since 29th November 1966 in the confession letter where he wrote, quote, I shall cut off her female parts and deposit them to the whole city to see. And nobody knows if Zodiac didn't mutilate his victims who were never found, like Donna Last, for example. They say, they ask, uh, don't you think, uh, don't you think Bevilacqua is a mythomaniac? A former CID, CID agent named Joe Bevilacqua put his finger on the only key ever found in 50 years for cracking the Zodiac killer's name, which nobody has decrypted before a journalist asked him for help. And the solution that comes out is, my name is Joe Bevilacqua. It's also a matter of probabilities. Bevilacqua's profile also corresponds to the Zodiac identikit. He has a physical characteristic that all the survival witnesses noted, a big stomach. He wears 12-inch long shoes. When he was young, he was 5'7 height, 198 weight, with black crew-cut hair, which became salt and pepper in the 80s. Uh, then their next question, quote, I'm not sure what this means. The solution of the Zodiac cipher makes no sense. You can find the names of the whole humanity. Oh, I guess they mean like you could find they anybody's mean, name Well, that. yeah, his solution of it <laughs> requires so many steps and so many inferences that I think that they're saying like you could make this into anything, you know. You could make you could take any signal out of the noise cuz it's all nonsensical. Yeah. But well, especially does. since like you know, I mean, I don't know if you've looked at like this guy's solution, but there's a lot of steps like to get, you know, to his reading yeah. of it, but yeah. Yeah, um, but he he does say like um, six months have gone by since I've published the solution. Nobody following the same logical method as grotesque as human has been able to find the name of anybody else in the letter of Zodiac on April 20th, 1970. Even if it happened, it would need to also explain why in the same letter Zodiac used the word Sid, C-I-D, instead of kid, like the former C-I-D agent Bevilacqua has already uh. done. <laughs> I mean, mm. by the way, there is not one but a lot of solutions to the rebuses of Zodiac that indicate Joe Bevilacqua as the author of the letters. Other examples, the theme of the whole correspondence of Zodiac is the, quote, death by water. The nickname and the symbol of Zodiac are the same of a diver watch. His final explicit signature is a quote of a drowning. There are a few doubts the surname of Zodiac can be drink the water, regardless of the cipher's solutions. There is nothing similar to the solutions for any other subject. For access to the full-length episode, subscribe to the Hour of Requisi at patreon.com slash subliminaljihad.